It's everything Queensland footy. Good bold football from the Brisbane Lions. That's a big one for the Suns. This is Triple M Footy's Northern Exposure. Yes, it is for the final time in 2022, unfortunately. We wanted another week, fellas, but the Lions were completely obliterated uh, last Friday night. And we will get to that in a second. Uh, hello, my name's Nick Davis. I welcome Jack Hi. Fulham and Will Rolston. It's a it's a very sad day for everyone here, isn't it? How, how are we feeling, gentlemen? Have we, have we recovered from Friday yet? We'll let Will go first. Yeah, Will, you got some time oh, to speak? Oh, yeah, we've, we've recovered, I think. I think it's when... You uh, have a few days to sit and reflect and just look over the... Oh, I thought the, I thought the what call waiting music had kicked in. Um, <laughs> no, mate, everybody hurts sometimes. Yeah, everybody hurts. Yeah, I think when you look over the starting 22 and then you look at Geelong and it's very hard to try and do the mental gymnastics to find a way that we win that game. You know, when you've got... Um, their big-bodied mids taking on the, the likes of uh, Dev Robertson. I think it's going to be a star, but, you know, just pre-limit the G. I think we had too many kids out there. Darcy Wilmot, it was fun while it lasted, and he's probably going to be a star as well. But third game is playing a team like Geelong on prelim final night in front of a pretty packed MCG. It was always going to be a tough ask, and I think it proved too much in the end. Jack, you and I were at the uh, Pineapple Hotel, the, uh, the Lions' bastion of support, and... It started off pretty well, but Jesus, the place went flat pretty quickly. Um, the mood up here in Brisbane, it hasn't been great. From a place of so much optimism and hope, and it didn't I, matter what happened. After it happened, everything seemed to matter. I love the nature of Brisbane sporting fans, where last week, AFL football was, was the only game in town. Yep. <laughs> now nobody knows what <laughs> AFL football is. And um, who are we on now, the... Yeah, let's go Cowboys. Yeah, I think we're on the Cowboys at the moment <laughs> until, until the Brisbane board season starts up. We've got one dog left in the fight, so come on the North Queensland Cowboys. I was going to say, and a week only got worse for us. We were so optimistic. Southport lose the VFL Grand Final, and then Lockie Neal was robbed of a Brownlow medal. Will, I'm furious. Yeah, I don't know who I feel worse for, whether it's Lockie or Took, because Lockie obviously finished with more votes. I'm gobsmacked he got one for that final game against the D. Agreed. Uh, he was the only one that turned up, to be fair to him. But uh, there, were, there were a couple he probably left on the table, but Tuke, Tuke should have ended up higher than Cripps alone. Agreed. And Tuke got Cripps, robbed. Of course, Cripps, of course, shouldn't have, he shouldn't have played those two matches that uh, he got suspended for, let alone the suspension itself, which would have rendered him uh, unavailable to, to win the Brownlow. So, yeah, I think it was just a Queensland robbery we saw. I think uh, Lockie and Took should have been joint winners. I think that would have been the most poetic end of the season. I wouldn't have minded that. I would like that. Well, I will say one winner from the Brownlow medal uh, was yourself, Will Rolson. A very good job on the red carpet. Oh, thank you. The look on Hugh McCluggage's face when you dropped the damn McStay pun on him, he looked like a dog that had been shown a card trick. It just <laughs> it took a little while to sink in with him. God, I felt sorry for him. And he's such a, he's such a nice human. Immediately, he was just like, I'm sorry, mate. Like, nah, nah, awesome. the, uh, the, the media training hadn't prepared him for this. Not quite. Not at all. Of course it hasn't. Um, also, the investigation of the Free Park Superpass continues eventually. Yeah, our new podcast special will, will be to track that down. So thank you for continuing the investigation. So look, we'll, we'll, we'll move past the Brownlow and we'll, we'll and reflect a little bit And further. if you're listening to this and you haven't seen it, Head on to the Triple M footy socials and have a look at Will's shit Brownlow questions. Oh, sensational. At, at some of your Thank finest you. work, what is this, year four or five doing them? Uh, yeah, I think I did 2016 to 19 and then obviously had two off. So, yeah, it was the return. And it was good to ask uh, Gil McLaughlin about Tracy Grimshaw <laughs> and all the 
some of the hard-hitting questions that don't get asked typically. Uh, Triple M footy socials, make sure you go check it out. So the Brisbane Lions season comes to an end. And last four seasons, we've seen two prelim finals and two semifinals. Fellas, they're just just off the pace. They are good enough to be a dominant home and away side. And I can point to a lot of stats and figures. But the game still seems just to be a little bit ahead of them. There are always better sides than them. In the last two prelim finals, they haven't looked like making the grand final. Now, there's going to be some list changes in the off-season. I would love to open this up to you guys and ask what needs to change because they can't keep going the same way. And I think the first thing we need to look at is the three talls. We've spoken about this a lot. And it's the first time in a final this year we saw the three talls. And maybe for whatever reason... They'd played their grand final twice over. It just didn't work. Yeah, well, it seems as if we're going to lose a third tall. So that problem might be solved for us, which is uh, it might be a silver lining of Damick Day going to Collingwood. And depending on what sort of compensation that we receive for Damick Day leaving, might set us up. It might help us pinch someone like Josh Dunkley. But yeah, our, our forward line, despite having one of the best starting six on paper, in big games, it hasn't fired. We... we Really struggled to find score sources on the weekend. That's a credit to Geelong. Tom Stewart just happened to be anywhere we kicked it forward. So, Can I ask yeah, you a hypothetical, I, Will? Yep. That if you had a choice between sending Dan McStay to Collingwood or Joe Danaher, which one would it be? Oh, I'd, I'd keep Danaher without even thinking about it, to be honest. Okay. I think, um, I think McStay, he, he goes missing more often than he doesn't. That's my opinion on Dan McStay. And his good games really tease you because you think, God, he could be a star, but... It's it's fleeting with uh, McStay. But when Danaher's bad, he still kicks two or three. That's my opinion mm. on Joe. Um, and I think people forget how good his form was before he did his shoulder this year. Yes. He was really flying. He was just about the... I think he was leading the Coleman. It was the form key forward of the comp. Uh, I, I think... There's so much upside with Danaher, and I don't think we've quite seen it all yet. Well, regardless, the Lions premiership window is still very much open. We've seen 50 games go into blokes that probably needed it a few years ago, and they are still developing at a rate of knots. So Jeez, we look towards some, this. Uh, there's some cavalry on the way, too. It is, isn't there? So, and, that, and that's what I want to go through with you guys, because there's a possibility that all of this could happen, but a few things need to fall into place. So first of all, we know Dan McStay is on his way out. Mitch Robinson has retired, and that, that was an interesting take in itself. Um, he posted to Instagram immediately after the loss. Uh, always calling out the fact that he didn't get a chance to say goodbye to the fans. I did see one tweet that read, he's the first player to play 100 games for two clubs and be delisted by both. But in the Brownlow package, it did say he was a retiring player. So I don't know if that was a, a jumped or push scenario. I feel like it's a forced retirement. They didn't for- offer him a contract for next year. And I don't think he wanted to try and make a go of it somewhere else. That's And that's understandable. Yeah. I've loved everything Mitch Robinson has delivered for the Lions. I'm, I'm so happy he came up here, put on our colours, and he's given everything his time here. And he's been such a great mentor for the young mids as well. And looking at it objectively too, very unlucky to not be a member of at least one All-Australian squad. He made the squad, uh, one All-Australian team. He made yep. the squad twice uh, in back-to-back years where he played some really good footy. I think people actually forget how good Mitch's footy was in that sort of 2018 to 2020 period. He played some very good games of football. Oh, yeah. When we made our resurgence up the ladder, he was a big part of it. Mm. Uh, he and McCluggage on the wings. So you could have had two All-Australian wings in one of those one of those years. I can't quite remember which one. But, yeah, he's, he's a BNF winner. He's, he's you know, he's, he's going to be remembered as a real 
uh, focal pillar of the club during this period. So, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think he's been a real servant. Well, the good thing is he looks like he's absolutely sending it in the off-season. <laughs> so, really yeah. enjoying the Robbo content. And this is a bit of a side point, but I really don't want to see him go into traditional media. I don't want to see yeah. Robbo on TV. I don't want to see Robbo on some boring AM radio station. Oh, I want to see him keep doing stuff in the new media world. Because keep the Twitch up. Keep the Twitch up, absolutely. Rob Vlogs, I love up. it. I love what he's doing. He's one of the yeah. first players to really step into that space, and I think he's leading the charge there, and he's got a massive future there. But we look at the Lions list. Now, yesterday uh, on Triple M Adelaide, Bernie Vince alluded to the fact that Jack Gunston could be on his way to the Lions to link up with the old virtual Fagan connection. Josh Dunkley requested a trade. Now, we know that... Will Ashcroft and Jasper Fletcher will be the priorities. Now, apparently the Lions don't have enough points to match a bid for pick one. So they're going to have to bundle up everything very smartly to land everyone. Might be trading away all your future picks too. And that's the thing. First round 2022 and 2023. But Will, I'll put this to Mm. you. While this premiership window is open, is the best move for the Lions all in right now? Oh, bundle away. Give or sell the farm to get Ashcroft. That's <laughs> what I understand uh, from his ability. They're saying it's just—it's almost a replica of what Dacos did this year. I think they think he is capable of doing next year. So you, you can't guarantee that pick 16 in 2023 is going to be worth denying a crack at Will Ashcroft. And I'm sure that they will do literally anything in their power to make sure he comes to the club. But yeah, it, this is the time to strike. And I think that's why players like Gunston and Dunkley would be interested in coming to Brisbane because the uh, the window is wide open. And we look at Geelong, as disappointing as this year and the last three years have been because we've felt like we're so close to a premiership yet so far away. Geelong have had this for the last 10 years. Correct. They've been knocking on the door, knocking on the door, and this year looks like the one they're finally going to get it done. I hope our opportunity doesn't come in another you know six years, but uh, if you can regenerate your list load new guys, which we've managed to do. We see like Kitty Coleman, he's going to be a better player next year, as will Dev if we manage to hang on to him, as will Pryor. You know, we've got a very young list as it is. Um, And I think having Dunkley, Gunston and Ashcroft, they're not just B-graders. They are three really, really exciting prospects to throw into our mix. Well, West Coast have shown some interest in Dev Robinson, and there has been talk that he could be used to help land this entire package. So yeah. keep keep an eye on that one there. But you're right, and we look at the two grand finalists this weekend, Sydney and Geelong, that have done so well to completely regenerate their list. We're not talking full on, maybe full on rebuild, but their quick turnaround and regeneration has led to you know, their constant success. So you're right, I, I totally agree. It has to be everything in for the Lions in this window and just keep going after it. So... Trade the farm. Trade, sell the farm. Sell the farm. Let's make, the this, farm. let's make this happen. And just staying with uh, trade news at the moment, we've seen a couple of uh, players taken off the table for the Gold Coast Suns. I know we probably didn't think Buddy was ever going to go there, but that's now been made official. And Dyson Heppel's just signed with Essendon, so that's not going to happen either. However, I will say that the Gold Coast Suns are starting to look like a destination club, and I absolutely love it. Ben Long, a couple about a week yeah. and a bit ago, requesting a trade to the Gold Coast, and uh, Jason Johannesson being linked there too. So destination Gold Coast. Sorry, yeah, that's all. <laughs> yeah. I was just looking for an opportunity to do that one last time for the year. But I think um, Ben Long would be a really good pickup for the Suns too, because you have a look at their half back line, especially with Powell, Weller, Butterick, all coming back from long term injuries yes. next year. Um, having some depth across that line would, yeah, would be, it's a very smart call. 
I think they've recruited really well in the last few years, the Suns. We, we've spoken very highly of Kaz Bolt and Chol. Uh, Brandon Ellis's addition? Ellis, of course. Um, I, I really would have loved someone like Dyson Heppel up there, but I think Long and if they pull up JJ, they're knocking on the top eight window as it is. They only need another couple of stars to enter that list to really push them over the line. So that's exciting. And if, uh, if they can pull it off, that'll be a big coup. Yeah, the one thing they do have to watch is their salary cap space because even um, even Mark Evans has admitted that they've had to pay players over uh, to keep them from being picked off by Victorian clubs. So they will have to manage this very carefully over the next season or two. Well, I'm going to wrap it up, you guys, with the final five looking into 2023. So it's time to pull out the crystal ball and uh, I need a bit of Mystic Jack action as well. So I'm going to put this to both of you. So starting uh, number one, the Gold Coast Suns, what do they need in their lineup? To make finals in 2023, Jack. I think they just need to win close games. I don't. I think they could have made it this year. Had a few results going their way. They were in a lot of games. I don't think they need anything particularly, you know, special to push them over the edge. I think they've already got it. Ben King coming back will be huge. Yeah, I'll, that's kind of alluding to what I was going to say, which is a healthy list. I think they got really stiff by injuries this year, and if they can keep the list healthy and fit particularly in the second half where they typically fall away, I think that'll go a long way. All right, next question. I'll start with you, Will. Does Dane Zorko captain the Lions in 2023? I'm going to say yes. I think his retribution in the finals campaign was enough for me to be satisfied. And I think the petty thing, uh, as ugly as it was, I think it was a little bit unfair to single out Zorks in that scenario. Um, I think it highlighted some of his weaknesses, but I think he bounced back magnificently. So I'll say yes. I'm going to say no. I feel like Zorko will hand the captaincy aside. Let's be honest, probably his last year or maybe he's got two years left in the tank as a footballer. I think he'll want to spend those trying to be the best footballer he can be. And maybe time for a a Hugh McCluggage or a Harris Andrews to take over. Oh, Very good. I like it. We'll watch that space with interest. We're going to give you the magnets now. If you could make one change to the Lions lineup, what would you do, Jack? Reese mm. Matheson starts 22 games next year. <laughs> I love it. One of the VFL players of the year, Matho. Very, very impressive season. Completely underrated season as well. Will? I'm struggling. I think I would like to see more uh, more midfield time for Cam Rayner, who I think didn't quite get enough runway to dominate through there uh, coming back from the ACL. So I think with a full preseason, uh, I'd love to see him dominate like he had in patches of uh, the second half of this season. So, yeah, I'd love to see him really cement a spot there. All right. With Ben King coming back in the side, will he be the Suns' leading goal kicker in 2023? Yes. Oh, God, yes. It's not You'd a so. question, I don't think. Yeah, you'll have to see it. Beautiful. Uh, this is where I really need a bit of Mystic Jack. Um, wild prediction for 2023. What don't we expect? My wild prediction for 2023 is the Gold Coast Suns make the top four. Ooh. And establish- top, top four. Top four. Mystic Jack. And they establish themselves as... A really good football side in this comp. Well, I should have a pretty easy or relatively easy draw finishing 12th. Will? Oh, God, it makes my prediction sound a bit soft. <laughs> I was just going to say Kai Lohman plays 20 plus. Okay. I think, hey, I think he might establish himself. It's no Suns in the fall, but <laughs> yeah, I like it. I'm, I'm going hard because, look, if it comes off, yeah, I'm, I'm a genius. <laughs> if it doesn't, <laughs> uh, nobody, you know, by the time the yeah. season finishes next year, nobody will have remembered I even said that. Oh, yeah, it was buried away on guys. that nutty yeah. Queensland podcast. <laughs> With uh, 500,000 downloads, if you don't mind. <laughs>
And uh, we'll, so we'll also Kyle Lohman to get 20 plus games. 450,000 of those are my mum. That's all right. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, mum. We'll talk to her about that. And uh, finally, for the both of you gentlemen, uh, who wins the granny on Saturday? It's a really, really tough one to call this year. Uh, they typically are, but I think Geelong deserve to be favourites. But I've just got a sneaky swans feeling. I think they've got a, uh, a spark, a youthful spark that we sometimes see. Uh, like Collingwood 2010, that kind of youthful exuberance that I think might carry them all the way. They're, they're a very fun team to watch. I'm going to say the same thing I said before the preliminary final. It's either going to be the Swans by a tiny margin or the Cats by six or seven goals. Well, I'm looking for a dog in what the fight. What do you fi- think, Nick? Oh, I'm looking for a dog in the fight here, and Tom Hickey's a Queenslander, so we're going to yeah. get right behind the Swans. They're close to us. I'm still off Geelong, so up the bloods. <laughs> I feel like we've got to go for the Swans because they do have a lot of our Northern Exposure Allies team. they got a lot of, yeah, they do. Lineup, a lot yeah. of our DNA up here. So I, I, think, I think we're all in the Swans here. This is the Northern Alliance. I think we can build this just, just for this game. We're going to drop our pretenses against New South Wales and uh, we're going to take them on board. Kings of the yeah. North. No, Beautiful. No. Well, Will Rolston, again, thank you for a massive 2022 season delivered on all cylinders. Big Jack Fulham, right, you've killed it this year. This has been, uh, tr- been pretty ordinary. But before we go, Dickie, <laughs> <laughs> been pretty ordinary. Before we go, unfortunately, unless something drastic happens, you won't be with us next year. He's decided to jump ship to an opposition network, which is sad. Oh, it's, de- it's just oh, Amex Day territory. It's just Amex Day territory at the moment. Um, yep, Nova have offered us pick one for Nick Davis. and <laughs> well, compensation. What more compensation have you got, really? <laughs> no, it, yeah. but hey, you're, uh, this was your brainchild three years ago. You've been the driving force behind it. We are going to miss you. And you're going to replace me very easily. Brett Thomas has been sniffing around this microphone for a very long time. Look, there's, there's been a few waiting in the wings, and Will's already held auditions. I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. party to those, but oh, it's it. Free agency period has been big. Uh, I'm not going to lie, we've really, we've really been scouting. But yeah, as Jack said, it's going to be very disappointing to lose him, mate. But of course, we'll stay in touch personally. But unfortunately for the Northern Exposure audience, they're, they're going to miss you too, mate. No, I'm done with both of you. I'm cutting you out of my life. It's the only reason I had to hang out with you. <laughs> this is Triple M Rocks footy. Northern Exposure Rocks Queensland.